And now I'm not streaming. Hang on a sec. Yes, I All am. Right. Can you guys see the stream now? Um, refreshing, refreshing. Yep. Yes. Now, now we're live. God's sakes. All right. Wow. Freaking Tony's a hero. <laughs> All right. How does that happen? Like, I changed nothing. Now I really want to go and like punch YouTube in the face. <laughs> YouTube is a fuck. Man, <laughs> I don't have any other choice. I mean, let's see if anybody pops into the chat after all that. Well, I'm going to put up the sound. I'm going to sound the horn here on my end. Okay. That we have figured everything out. I'm going to plug. Well, I've published on Facebook and Twitter and club. Sweet. Just let people join for a little bit. Keep them happy in the chat when they get there. I got to make a couple of changes here. Hey, chatters, how's it going? This yeah. is your friend, Time Runner. And your buddy, Anthony Schwader. <laughs> Double buddies. Double buds, brah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe send out some exclamation explanations as to our problem. <laughs> YouTube suddenly unlisted my... I wonder, you know, we did get banned last week worldwide. Did we? Yeah. I, but I still see the video. Yeah, that's because I edited it and I put it back up. Yeah, see, that's why. So your settings were all shut down at that point. I bet you they unlisted us. Yep. And I, you know, I checked today and it said that my copyright status was good. So they they acknowledged that I edited the video. Right, but they still they still have the, you have to manually go back in there and un, you know they're, they're re such assholes. Yeah, it's an asshole move. Uh, Synergy, where are you? Hello, YouTubers, Arcaders, fellow friends. Ryan, you, you stuck with us. We're going to have one listener tonight like we have in the past. Did I go dark again? You did. Love it. Just... Okay. Is that better? Thanks for watching. I might have to uninstall this little app. Everyone was still... Mark, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey. I'm, uh, I'm having a martini, I think. Uh, is that what vodka is? Yeah. That's what I'm having in this... Apollo 12 glass. It's super filthy. This is Apollo 12, Return to the Moon, which, in a matter of speaking, that's what we're doing. Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm doing great. I'm uh, drinking gin and iced tea. Nice. Yeah. And iced tea. Soby bottle. Interesting combination. You know, I had a gin and ginger yesterday. Have you done that? I love that. It's one of my favorite combinations. So good. I, I, I've not done that in forever. Oh, it's so good. It's tasty as hell. Beats the hell out of tonic. And I actually use ginger beer. I don't know about you. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Ginger beer. Super Very spicy. British. Super spicy. Yeah. I love, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am glad that we got technical difficulties out of the way. Yeah. Only an hour later. You know, it's funny. Ooh. It's actually not. I was false advertising anyway. Like I, I went to actually go check out on the YouTube channel today. Uh, where the description was because it says that we are, um, or it says on our Twitter page that we're like live at, or no, it's on, on the YouTube page somewhere. It says that we started at 815, which we will be doing tonight. <laughs> yes. So it says Dolly wants her money back. Well, okay, Dolly, it's in the mail. Yeah. Um, then I want my t-shirt back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I want my money back. Oh, you know, I did fill out a survey today for YouTube, and it was a little scathing. I wonder if somebody just said, I'm going to fuck this guy. <laughs> We're going to unlist you, bitch. Yeah, that's right. Oh. It's going to be a long <laughs> night. 
All right. That's my last post. Everybody, are, are we all posted up and live? Did you oh, post yeah, yeah. Clav and Everything's people are we're ready to accept people now. Do you have the <laughs> do you have the twits? Have I given have I given her a Twitter URL? No, you have not. Oh, you don't want to catch the twits, man. Yeah, the twits are yeah, they can be twits a little rough. So itchy and mm. I gotta shave <laughs> them off. And, yeah. Oh. Close. You know, it's a, it's another sad day, and the, what the hell is? Is that a different T-shirt? What, this one that I'm wearing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you mean different? Like a different? How? Red, it's red, right? Am I imagining it? Yeah, was it no. red last week? Uh, <clears throat> no. Yes. No. No. I had a different T-shirt on last ah, week. Ah. Okay. Okay. Ah, a, this just in. Adam. A new red marker. <laughs> no, yeah. So let me just make sure this works. Can you guys hear that? That's yes. best. All right. Okay, so that works. And it, we're sans Dan tonight, so I think we should play a little um, clip in his memory. Okay. All right. No. Get out of here. <laughs> I was there. Oh my god. Are you done? So I'm just not really terribly impressed, but I think they could have done something better. Well, that's it for uh, news. Really? That thing is horrid. It's yeah. horrid. I can't imagine people are using it, but whatever. There. That's a memory of Dan. I fired him this week. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should have Tony take over his position. <laughs> Put in my application, sir. All right, excellent. I think that'd be good. Maybe they'd see you from week to week. We'll get your mic hooked up to that laptop one of these days. Yeah, yeah. We'll get the old Sure Fifty Seven. Yeah, fired up. How many people we got in the chat? We got seven. We're we're climbing. I got eight people yesterday on Facebook Live. Just, they just random people me sit here. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Well, it's kind of funny. Like the the way you look right now is fantastic because you're just like this monolithic character, like sitting down with his beard in the dark around his you know arcade games. My and, dark games, right? Yeah, I agree. Sunglasses on, you so, know. And I don't know if you can tell, but that is a like a high chair. Yeah, I, I only own one high chair. I bought it so that it's Lonnie McDonald could play oh, my joust. Oh yeah, did he need to sit? He did need to sit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, his back wasn't as bad a shape when he was at my house. He stood the whole time. Oh, wow. Four and a half hours. Unfortunately, I didn't test drive this, uh, and it was very, it was not good on his buttocks. On his butocks. Yeah, there was some uh, adjusting. Mm. He did make it, though. Chatters, how you that's doing? That's all I have to say about that. That's the story. <laughs> yep. Hey, Wiley. I saw you uh, join the channel. Thanks for uh, subscribing and tuning in tonight. Casey. Oh, that's my roommate. He's yeah. actually probably in the next room. Excellent. Make, oh, nice. Send some lewd pics. Uh, check out Jet Set Future Radio. Or yeah. That's, yeah. That's cool. So cool, man. Well, he's not far off. He's he's <laughs> nice observation. Uh, Mark, what do you think? Should we just go for it? I mean, you always ask me. Uh, start the show. I mean, we're make we're, it so. Are yes. we late? I mean, <laughs> only by an hour. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess I hadn't noticed, but all right. Here we go. Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. It's 
welcome to episode three of season three of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, November 15th, 2018th, and the time is now... What, what was that? What? 8.18 p.m. Central. 8.18? Are you in a different time zone? God, no. <laughs> YouTube unlisted us. God. I mean, I didn't mean... <sighs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take... Oh, Lord. Thanks for joining us I mean, in the Arcade Sphere. one of my favorite singers. Oh, this sorry, go ahead. is your host... Adam Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Tonight I'm joined by Mark. You're going to see some serious shit shields. Some shit shields. That's shit actually shields. funny. That's very funny. Shields up. That's actually super funny. And the guest host of Arcade Radio this week is Mr. Anthony Octavius Schwader. Welcome to the show. Oh man, it is a freaking honor to be here. Octavius Farnsworth. <laughs> Where did that come Octavius from anyway? Octavius Farnsworth. Well, yes. Where did that come from anyway? Well, do tell. I, I, Used to use my real name on Facebook, you know, the whole first, middle, last name. Yeah. And uh, I got tired with that profile, started mm. a new one. Okay. And uh, okay. I'm like, I've always liked the name Octavius. Mm. And uh, I was just sitting there. I'm like, sorry about that. Farnsworth. Farnsworth. Oh, yeah. He invented the cathode ray tube television, the grandfather of the television. That was his last name. And also because of Futurama. And then I just said the name Octavius Farnsworth. Man, that sounds regal. So it just rolls off the tongue. It does. So that's yeah. what I go by on Fantastic. Facebook now. So uh, this is the section of the show we talk about what we've been working on. Hey, Mark, what have you been working on? Well, you know, as soon as I look at what I wrote down. Oh, yeah. That, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, uh, <clears throat> I acquired that's right, an that's arachnid. That's not what I've been working on. Sorry. I acquired an arachnid galaxy dartboard for $100, and it was relatively working. Uh, as a matter of fact, the wife and I just played a game of 301 Countdown, I think it is. Uh, it had an Apple IIe monitor in it that wasn't working, and the guy also gave me a 13-inch color TV that he had sort of plugged in and was just... I see a lot of this, where people have this extra TV off to the side, and then the TV inside of the dartboard is dead. And yeah. as it turned out, it just needed a horizontal hold adjustment. Probably needs a cap kit. I can't believe it was an Apple II monitor, like an Apple IIe or Apple II. Definitely Apple IIe, yeah. old school, uh, twelve inch. And it's green, like the whole, it's the whole monitor. monitor, the whole monitor and the casing. Right? Yeah, the whole thing's in there. Apparently, the real monitor that's supposed to be in there is a Gold Star uh, Amber monochrome monitor. Um, so I think that they must have just thought, "Hey, I need something in the same form factor." I mean, I don't know what year. <laughs> How long it's been in there? But it's a t it's ten years older than the game. Sure, which is kind of funny. Is it using uh, the composite or is it using the direct connect to the board? So I I checked this out. I know that you had mentioned that there was a direct. There actually is no direct. It only has composite, and it came with a uh, a splitter. Oh, to split the composite to both a second monitor that you could put somewhere else up on the top or whatever, and then uh, the one inside of the cabinet. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. Huh? Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's I got awesome. that now in the lineup. And uh, the only other thing I did was, for some reason this morning, I felt that my Super Joust, my Joust Multicade, I wanted those player one and two buttons to, to be illuminated as red, in addition to also being yellow and blue. Like I thought, hey, maybe somebody wants you know a classic look. Yeah. And so I, I looked through my Boxo switches, and I happened to have a, a double throw switch you know it's like on and on you can you can on have two different things on. come on have you ever done have you ever done that what's that noise what noise oh i thought i heard somebody say something yeah. yeah anyway so i figured it out now i can switch the lights from you know both they're, they're either both red or they're 
yellow and blue because it's a joust control panel. Looks pretty cool, completely unnecessary. It does nothing to make the game any better uh, other than being kind of cool. And then my wife is like, can you do that to my joust? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Yours is original. I'm not going to do that. Come on. Anyway, that's all I've been doing. That's sweet. I will go next, and then, um, you know, as customary, we'll have the guest talk maybe a little bit about what he's been working on. And maybe not in the hobby, but maybe some video game stuff, maybe a little bit about what you've been doing in your podcast. Maybe playing some Red Dead or something. So I don't know if I mentioned this last week or two weeks ago, but Journey is actually being painted right now. The whole band? Oh, my God. What are they doing? (laughs) They're going to paint them uh, puce. That's what Uh I I used to know a girl named Maybe sort of a mauve color. Mm. They just... (laughs) Yeah, and they're going to change their. They're going from rock music to uh, big band. I don't know if you know that. Ah, uh, shoot me so, now. Yeah, it's all true. No, the Journey Arcade game got its final um, buff up in, in Bondo two weeks ago, and she's sitting in an auto shop getting painted right now. I'm not telling you how much I'm paying, but it's going to look good. Better. <laughs> Bondo is magic. Mm-hmm. So when I get that thing, here's a question for you. Um, I bought corners to reinforce the front corners because I had to bondo both of those back into shape. And I'm thinking I might have them chromed and put on or not use them or not use them at all. What's your opinion? Chrome? So would you put, like I had to rebuild the corners on the front of the machine with bondo. Right. Chatters, you chime in. What would, what would you do? Would you put some reinforcement corners, some steel corners on the front of the thing? Or would you let the beautiful paint show and hope that your front corners don't break off? Again? I would put corners on personally. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I actually got my corners uh, powder coated. Well, these are powder coated. They're black though. Oh, so no, I, thought, I changed. I powder coat them blue. Boom. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you wa- should have oh, all shit. of your corners look alike as well. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna call her tomorrow and see if I can bring them by and have them paint them with the auto paint. Oh my there god! Go. There you go. Problem solved. Signature corners. You guys are so smart. So, um, we contributed. You know, the, the, the other thing that I've been working on is I got a standing desk. I'm actually standing right now, which I'm, it's ironic because Mark. I'm sitting <laughs> and I normally stand. Yeah. So, uh, ah. I bought a standing desk and I, I got everything tricked out here. So, I got my new microphone I'm pretty excited about. And, um, yeah, so I've been having fun playing with all this stuff. Uh, last night I sang karaoke for about four hours on this thing. Were you cool. by yourself? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was singing, all right. and I had my headphones <laughs> on, and so like all the you know all that that Christine and Lily could hear was like me, you know, yelling and screaming and scorching, you know. And they're, I'm sure they're like, God, I wish he would stop singing. <laughs> but I found <laughs> I found about like 20 songs that I'm super into now, so I'm, I'm stoked about that. So, uh, as far as other things, uh, uh, I picked up an Asteroids Deluxe last week. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Asteroids Deluxe cocktail. Cocktail. The monitor was not working. Uh, brought it over to Brian's shop at Paradise Arcade Shop. A uh, little plug for him again. So, brought it over there last Saturday. We had breakfast at this place called Standish, which is fantastic. I recommend everybody go check it out in Minneapolis. Um, I had some chorizo sausage a couple eggs hash browns and some great coffee i loved it so good uh and then we fixed the monitor and we rebuilt the ar with some new capacitors which may or may not have been totally necessary but boy that really cleaned up the shake on the monitor when we were done 
Um, I still have to replace the audio amps. There's two of those on there. I got to replace them because there's a little from the machine. So gonna do that this week. And I ordered a kit from High Score Saves that's gonna have asteroids, asteroids deluxe, and lunar lander all in the same kit. Lunar lander, that one is so exciting. It is. It is. It's is one that of, the one where you land on the moon? Yeah. Or crash? Well, and he, so <laughs> you can land. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they call it. A lot it of lander. people don't like Lunar Lander. I don't know Lunar why. Lunar Crasher is a better name. I just yeah. love it. I love it. I'm really good at it. I'm also really good at gravity games. Like, I love Gravity Crash on the PS3. I love, uh, you know, Solar Jetman on the NES. Solar Jetman. Hell yeah. 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 So I'm 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 all about the gravity games, man. And I probably <laughs> have been ever since I played Lunar Lander as like a five year old or nine. And you also like Gravity Kills a lot. Gravity kills? No. I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm mistaken. Sorry. Cosmotrons. No, that. Cosmotrons. That's yes. a good game. Gravity based. Shout out to my boys. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I was asked to do a little plug for them, Cosmotrons. Uh, they wanted us to name um, where we think Cosmotrons should exist in the United States. In other words, pick an arcade chain and tell us where it should go. Uh, Tony, why don't you tell us? Uh, here in Milwaukee, the Garcade already has Cosmotrons oh, proudly really? featured. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that's great. Uh, the Garcade is wonderful. Shout out to them. But the arcade that should pick it up is definitely the Chain Arcade, which I know that you guys have as well. Up Down in Milwaukee just opened up about two months ago, and it's having a great reception, which is awesome because the place is literally a mile away from me. And... How far, I how far want this world? to uh, survive. So, Well, I don't think it'll be a problem. Ours has been going good for almost three years. Three years now? Good. Excellent. Uh, and uh, so is it close to the Milwaukee set? Um, it's about a mile away from that, too. Sweet, yeah, it's because not... when we go to MGC, if you want to take mm-hmm. a break and go to a bar. Um, there, there's already not enough time at MGC. <laughs> how how, how Dude, dare you even say that? Man, I'm going to be there from... Th- Thursday to Sunday. I think I could okay. spare a couple hours over at Up Down. How about how about Thursday? Yeah. Friday, something like that. We yeah. can go together. Yeah, it'll be Wait. great. Also, I will be having a group of us go to the Milwaukee Steakhouse that weekend. So if you'd like to join us. Oh, fancy. I would love to have you as a guest. It would be yeah, fantastic. I would love to have an entire bottle of A1 on my steak. Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, they don't do A1 there. They have real steak. Uh, so- uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a blasphemer. I don't know if you knew that about me. Oh, you actually do want A1 on your steak. Yeah, and I want it uh, actually medium well. Uh, I know well, this is shocking to oh a lot of people. God. I'm surprised I don't get beat up in the streets every you day. You probably should be beat up. Or I, least, that's what people tell me. Or at least flogged severely. Yeah, yeah. I should, I should experience pain for my uh, preferences. I understand. That just changed the whole tone. I, I don't know, know what to wah, do. Wah, hey. I don't know what to do. I've moved on. Let's go to the next segment. Wait, oh, we can't. Hey, cool. We can't. We can't. Sure, we can. No, we can't. Somebody... Yeah, we did. I'll pretend to be Dan. It'll be easy. We did not ask Tony what he, Anthony, what are you working on? Right oh, now? oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what am I working on? Um, as far as gaming, I unfortunately don't have uh, amazing arcade machines, cabinets like you guys. Oh, I'm yeah. Quite envious of what you guys have. But I've been playing, as always, and for the longest time now, Binding of Isaac on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it's funny. That I listened to your incredible. show a week ago, and you were it was uh, Indie Games We Love, the episode. 
on, yeah. on the Game of Movie podcast. You check it out. And um, I heard you mention this game, and they, they told me on the show, they told us, the viewers, that or the listeners, that you've been playing that for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, about a year and a half now consistently. So give us a little rundown on what it's like to play that game. Well, it's it's known as a roguelike, which is basically when you, you die for good. But there are there are permanent changes that you can unlock by making multiple runs through the game mm-hmm. uh, that continuously help you out. Oh, so cool. if you do something extraordinary, you unlock a permanent upgrade that will help you in future runs. I see. And, and so this is incredibly deep. Uh, there are over like 400 items and... Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just incredible. Oh, and abilities stack. So if you have a triple shot and these triple shots go in a curving pattern, uh, if you pick up a poison uh, power up, now you have triple shot that goes in a circular pattern that poisons enemies. And these stacking abilities can get incredible. And there's so many different combinations that uh, it's really a fresh new playthrough each time. It's a lot like Legend of Zelda stylistically in the way that you play the dungeon part of the original Legend of Zelda. Um, and it's kind of molded after that. Uh, just an incredibly addictive game to play, and it was my first introduction to uh, roguelikes. And so that game is incredible. I've also been playing a lot of uh, uh, VR pinball, or um, damn it, what is it called? Uh, Arcade pinball. Pinball, pinball FX3. Oh, tell. And, oh, I don't know about this. Tell us about this. Well, okay, so Pinball FX3. Uh, the name of the company that that does it is, is slipping my mind right now. But they just picked up the license for Williams Bally to reproduce the games digitally, and they've already released their first pack. And um, it's it's just incredible. It's like playing a pinball game, you know, in your on, as a video game. And of course, it doesn't have the aesthetics of a real pinball game. You could never manage that, except for maybe some force feedback. But it's incredibly realistic. The ball physics are great. Um, you can mess with the, you know, the options that you normally could by accessing the buttons in any pinball game. And uh, there are superpowers that you can use. You can rewind time if you make oh, a mistake. like raid. <laughs> yeah, and you can double your score. Um, there are score multipliers that don't exist in, you know, in the basic game. So, oh, Zen. Zen Studios is who makes it. So Zen basically uh, has overlaid their zen magical layer of rpg-esque uh power-ups on top of it but if you want to you can play the base game like a purist uh you know if if you're a stickler for that a sweet it's just an incredible uh incredible game and they sell oh they they sell uh tables separately as well so sweet yeah and there are over like 20 to 30 uh tables that you uh, play so that's what i've been doing Basically, that is fantastic. Any, any particular favorite? Uh, right now, they have Medieval Madness. Yes. that's one of the tables. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's one of my favorites so of they, all time. They kind of took over uh, Pinball Arcade because yes, they did. That's because, right. Because like Bally and they've yanked all that stuff. So I wonder what their beef was. Maybe they were charging too much money for the partnership or something. Uh, maybe they're just going too slow over there. I don't know. Oh, but they, they dropped be. the contract and then. Zen is that up. nuts? I love Zen. Zen does a good job. I mean, they Hell do the yeah, Star Wars do. pinballs. Have you done those? I'm sorry, which pinballs? This, there's a whole separate app for the Zen Star Wars pinball. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, and so with the Pinball FX3, they 
yeah, just check out the Midway, but, but Midway I mean, Classics the, Volume the, 1 pack. There's literally a separate app called Star Wars Pinball, but it's done by Zen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. And so I'm going to look it up right there's now. There's like 30 different tables, and they're all Star Wars themed. And what? They, and, what? Yeah, and they're, and they're all custom. They're just... There and there are things you can only do in software. Well, so, like, uh, yeah, like there's a telephone, but uh, when you try to call people, you have no friends. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's it. That's it. Pretty uh, real there. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, no, that's just you're real. That's Mark. That's just sad. All right. Yeah, I looked it up. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know, it's pretty cool. So, um. You should now. What kind of consoles do you got? Oh boy, I have an extensive collection. I've been collecting since I was a child. Oh boy, um, my maybe parents I, bought me a Atari fifty two hundred. I should have waited. That was my first console. Well, hold on a second. Let's say, let's ask that during the the interview section. What do you? Think? All right, because sure. Mark Mark wants to move on to the next section. I think. Let's do it. I mean, are, are you ready? I'm ready for anything. All right. Well, we got to change this up a little bit because norm. All right, here we go. It's the with Adam Stevens. Well, that's the cue for the arcade news. And in the headlines this week, it's 25 Cent Bandit caught at Parkland Bowling Alley. This thief what? was a, Yeah, apparently this this thief was apparently amassing a fortune the slowest way possible. 25 cents at a time. <laughs> so Pierce County deputies caught the suspect while he was jacking quarters from what was he doing? What was he doing? I, I'm, I, what? <laughs> he was jacking quarters from arcade games at Paradise Village Bowl on Monday night. Monday. Was it last Monday? So deputies responded to the bowling alley and found the suspect seated inside a driving arcade game. He's like hanging out. They cuffed him and found him in possession of some tools, a fake wig. Why you're wearing a wig and you're inside a pole position machine? I'm gonna do that next time I go to like, I don't know, Green Coast. I'm gonna wear a really I'm, bad I'm wear, wig. I'm gonna wear a super bad wig, and I'm so, <laughs> and he had about seventy bucks in quarters. So he's trying to steal seventy dollars. What can you buy with seventy bucks? Like, like one game for your PS4. Oh my god! You, you know this guy has dedication. I gotta give him. Props. I know I'm a like, wig. I know that's messed up. So anyway. <laughs> So bowling alley employees told police that the thief had been trying to attack workers with a screwdriver. (laughs) You get away from me, Billy. (laughs) Later, police spoke to the person who owns the arcade games. He told police someone had stolen some $17,000 from his machines across Pierce County recently. Uh, I'm going to bet that guy totally upped that amount. Yeah, that's no way. Maybe like 170 bucks. I mean, like how many quarters can you steal? It tells him sixty-eight thousand quarters. It's just, yeah, sixty-eight thousand quarters it would take. There's so no way. The thirty-one-year-old suspect was taken to jail on charge of second-degree burglary, possession of burglary. I mean, how how sucky is that? You're thirty-one. Well, first of all, you're thirty-one. Grow up, you mother. You know what I mean? That's like seriously. <laughs> anyway, Mark, you take the next one. Oh well. <clears throat> uh, Go ahead. Okay, I'm. I'm just because because the here. next one, Anthony's going to take. I oh, am. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a third one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Whack-a-mole honors the Holly Hill makers of the world-famous arcade game. I just added a T on the word famous. 
Uh, not many <laughs> residents realize that the anonymous looking warehouse at the end of the loop of an industrial property west of Ridgewood Avenue, which we all know where it is, it's ground zero for production of one of the world's most famous arcade games. Uh, but now this place is actually going on the map literally. A block-long stretch of 15th Street in front of arcade manufacturer manufacturing company Bob's Space Racers. Doesn't that sound like something out of like a, a movie, like Cars or something? Bob's Space Racers was officially rechristened Whack-A-Mole Way just this afternoon, which I think happened two weeks ago, hmm. uh, by Holly Hill officials. It's a nod to the company's most famous product, Whack-A-Mole. The battle of man and mallet against the game's namesake critters popping persistently out of holes just ahead of the next whack. Whacking. I love whacking. We no. got jacking and whacking. <laughs> so great. <laughs> in, our, in our news stories here. It's funny. The game, uh, the company's first game was a, a race of Apollo spaceships that inspired their name, Bob Space Racers. Bob Casada, who retired 15 years ago, oh, yes. is not expected to make Thursday ceremony. Oh. Uh, um, blah, blah, blah. It was the bicentennial year of 1976 when Bob and Mendes started work on Whack-A-Mole, a game that would forever overshadow any of the company's future creations, I yeah. guess, and past. Well, it he, It's Whack-a-Mole. funny. He obtained, obtained the rights to the game from a couple of carnival workers who could not get it to work correctly. Oh. I just want to say hi to Dan Penzig because he said hi. Chuck E. Cheese was the first customer, uh, but they built smaller versions Sorry of the about game. that. What was that? Nothing. I heard. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Whatever. Whack them all. Oh, it's come over. on. No, 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 no. It's the, over. You have to talk about the Chuck E. Cheese piece because our guest worked at Chuck E. Cheese. So you I didn't realize this, but the, originally the game was always a mole, but Chuck E. Cheese wanted us to customize it. So they made Whack a Munch. Oh, yeah, because the, the Munch character. Is it? Oh, Touchdown! He's a, a little purple-looking character. <laughs> All right, Pack, go, Pack, go! Yeah. yeah. Screw the Pack. Oh, we're watching the Packers game. Well, I am definitely. I'm watching it through my uh, yeah. T- nice yeah. Whack a Munch. Anthony and I have to be mortal enemies. That's all I get. So Whack a Munch. You guys remember that purple character from Suck- the Chuck E. Cheese? The Sucky Cheese. Absolutely not. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's Munch, baby. Yeah. So they made him Whack a Munch. It was a thing, you know. They made him like cool, a. Man. Really, 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 and so the third, okay, so the next uh, the next news item deserves a little bumper. Here we go. So, Anthony, the rumor has it that the game and movie podcast is shutting down. Tell us what's what? going on. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. All right, um, do it, do it, do it, do it. Well, okay. So, just uh, the workload on my end. Well, first of all, uh, let you know this is fine. Tell us a little bit about what the game and movie podcast is, what they do. Oh, and, right, right. Okay, let me do that. So, game and movie podcast. When I, you know, started it, it was the the um, the combination of a game and a movie together in one episode. We would uh, review a game, uh, you know, go through who developed it, published it, all the classic info, and then also we would walk you through the movie, comment on that comment on the actors, what they've done, uh, director, you know, who published it, all that good stuff, you know, along with our humor and, uh, you know, observation. So there was that type of episode. We have a second type of episode called Weak Points. That's the shorter form of that that can range anywhere from 20 to 45 minutes because normally the original episodes would run anywhere from an hour and a half to almost three hours. So these were beefy episodes. Um, so that's what we were all about. Also, we did work at uh, the last two Midwest Gaming Classics. So that's where I met you. Yeah, Adam. that was awesome. And um, 
yeah, we did uh, basically interviews with the public and then also interviews with people who do things like like you guys. Um, and we also did, uh, you know, we talked to Cosmotrons and all that. So that's the scope of what we did. Yeah. And yeah. this this workload with uh, editing um, got to be incredibly time consuming. And also, like, I don't have anyone else on my end. Like, it's basically me by myself. Sure. I, I would like, a, like, another co-host or something, you know, to share the burdens with. Not, you know, well, Mark necessarily. Well, Mark and I have every other week free, you know. Well, there we uh, go. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. What I want to say, what I want to say is, I'm quite an emotional dude. I yeah. live, you know, in my head, and I'm I'm not prone to a, you know, my bad times along with my good times. For sure. When I announced that I was going through a really rough time, and I just want to say that it's not going away. Oh, excellent! I like that. That's because, right. You got some good but, content. I mean, it's uh, it's some good content. I'm I'm. Oh, thank you. I listened uh, last week. I had a good time. So. <laughs> now, what I'm going to have to think on, though, is possibly a format change. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to do so much goddamn editing. I know. I hear you, but we, we did that like the first. And, and Mark, to be honest, Mark and I still edit a little bit now and again. Well, I, I try to remove. I try to move all the parts where I go. Are you, have you figured out how to go live yet? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Topical. Well, and, and there's some tools that allow you to like tighten up the episode and whatever else that are like super fast. But like for in general, the first season we edited the show heavily, and it was a pain. It was a huge burden, and so I, I you feel, feel the pain. I man. feel your pain, man. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. It really is. And being dedicated to something like that, if you have a a big beefy episode that's two to three hours, you're going to be working on that sucker for a long time. Especially yeah. if you have perfectionist tendencies or uh, <laughs> little OCD. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, probably oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I have to think about rearranging game and movie podcast so it can work for me instead of me constantly battling it. Right. So it's not going away. It's not. That's but good. That's it good. might take a bit for me to figure out what I need to do oh, yeah. in the future. But also, here's something that, uh, that in this whole time that I've been thinking about this, I was also thinking about what other types of podcasts I could do. And one was an, a radio drama podcast. Oh, interesting. That was akin to Star Trek, but this is in the future, where we shrink <laughs> humans down to microscopic size and then they would go inside human bodies and fix like brain issues, like depression. Oh, that's like there would be a bone specialist, there'd be a blood specialist. Interesting. That's, um, uh, that's yeah. like uh, and it's in that vein, you know. Incredible journey, right? Yeah, something like that. Now, interesting. I thought about that even more, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I doing? That's like three times the editing. <laughs> like, so, although it's a good idea, yeah, I yeah, I like it. All right, thank you. Yeah. So uh, thanks for bringing that up and well, for the compliments on well, Game and Movie I'm podcast. glad that you're not canceling the show yet. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, the only advice <laughs> I have for you is if you do what we do and you just piss off your users for the first hour, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to care anyway. <laughs> uh, thanks, listeners, for listening in. I mean, I'm really grateful for everybody that's still here. I mean, this is that's some dedication. Absolutely. You know, normally if we started on time, I, I think we'd see about 20 people in the chat, and tonight. We kind of effed everybody over, so I really appreciate everybody being here. Thank you so much. And I just want to make some – Dan um, Penzing says, I get to keep 
making music for Tony's show. So he's super, right. he's super excited about that. And, Dan is um, the one that uh, you you normally hear in between breaks. Yeah, Wiley he's Jacobs, very talented. Wiley Jacobs is on, uh, so that's awesome. It's good to see Casey and Dolly in the in, in the. Uh, you know they're always welcome, and Ryan is uh, listener number one or something. I mean, he's like he's been here since the beginning, right? So I don't know. I haven't even been here since the beginning. So well, so uh, you know, I I think this is brings us to our next. Uh, yeah, right. yeah. Back in '82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back back to the to cave, cave with with time runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Hey, you might as well push my dog Einstein over and get into that DeLorean. Mark, I've got some good news. What's that? I'll, I'll share it with you in a minute. Alrighty <laughs> then. We're going back to November hey, 15, hey, 1980. How hey, many years ago was that, Adam? Uh, a lot. Mark, guess what? What? I have some good news. What's that? I'm going to share it with you in a little bit. What? <laughs> Damn it, stop saying that. <laughs> I don't want it. You keep it yours. Forget it. I think I'm, you should rethink your stance on that. It's good news. I'm not I'm not into it. All right, let's talk about what happened November 15th, 1980. Let's talk about the technology that happened. Well, I'm in such a better mood than the last like hour, like an hour ago. I was so pissed off. He was, like, folks. He was cursing. He was very mad. You I've never tell, seen him you, so mad. You can Silent tell when I'm periods. mad because it's just like red gets in my eyes and I shut up. And then you're in trouble. It's All like, right, technology news. Stern Electronics released Berserk. Oh, with such a designer good game. Alan McNeil's signature on the monitor glass of each cabinet. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, so now I need to go to a Berserk and try to figure out where his signature is. Oh, that's I like so how it cool. says on the monitor glass instead of bezel. Wikipedia. Huh. <laughs> They're so awesome. I know. Namco released Rally X, the first game with a bonus round, and it also yeah. it also featured multi-directional scrolling. <laughs> which is true. And Universal released Space Panic, the first game with platforms, ladders, and uh, you know, oh, tablets yeah. to calm yourself. That is such a no. Space Panic is an underrated game, I'm telling you right now. Is that I've the never one, played it. Is that the one where you dig a hole and somebody falls into it and then no, you bury it? No, that's Load Runner. So oh, Space Panic, well, no, actually, you're right. Space Panic has that element, too. It's got pink, like, it's it's actually pretty hard. It's it's not that fun. Actually, I changed said. my mind. It's a sucky game. Don't play it. Hey, but it's got pink, you know? <laughs> actually, All right. I kind of like go it. wrong with pink. And speaking of pink, let's talk about the box office on November oh 15, 1980. The box office? There, yeah, I have a link uh, for you. This is like a terrible, terrible oh, movie. Shit. The Idol Maker was released a day earlier on this date, November 14th, 1980. Oh, boy. And uh, have you never heard of it? Because nobody really has. It was an American musical drama. Yeah. It starred Ray Sharkey and Pete Gallagher. You know who Peter Gallagher is, right? This have you seen probably, NCIS? When we get... Whoa. This is an ad. Whoa. This is an ad. It, it starred a bunch of other guys also, and I'm not going to list them. Uh, it's based on the life of rock promoter and manager Bob Marcucci, who nobody remembers. He discovered and promoted several rock and roll stars like Frankie Avalon and Fabian. Oh my God! You know something? With the right handling, you can go all the way. He'll teach you how to move. All we gotta do is loosen it up 
could bring the talent up to match your face. How to smile. They want Prince Charming, you know? Somebody cute and safe. How to sing. I just want to take you where I'm going. He'll tell you. Oh my God, this is terrible. This is awful. I, I think they probably released it because they were like, hey, maybe this movie will win an Oscar. And I'm like, no, it will not. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. All right. Yes. Hey, well, Adam, do you remember Bob Marcucci? No, I don't. Yeah. That se- seems to be the consensus. Yeah. God, there's, a, there's this cute me- comedian chick named um, Makuchi. Have you heard of her? Makuchi? Makuchi? Yeah, I have. Makuchi? Yeah, I know who Makuchi is, but I'm not you... bringing it up. <laughs> it's a private thing, okay? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, she's real. There's, there's, sorry. There's the whole thing. No, it's private. She's, you can't, she's been you on can't uh, Big Bang this. Theory. Oh, sorry. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah she goes to another school. You wouldn't know her. That's right. That's right. She's my girlfriend. She lives in Canada. <laughs> she enjoys healthcare and weed <laughs> and cold weather. Yeah, she's having a much better life than me. Um, so, sure, we can't have Anthony on every week. It'd be super awesome. This could happen. All right, this could happen. I have another uh, link for a video. This was the. Uh, on TV on November 15th, it was Saturday. Oh. And so there were new episodes of The Love Boat and Fantasy Island, but I was more excited about actor Elliot Gould hosting Saturday Night Live for the sixth time. Hey, whatever happened to that guy? Let's listen to that SNL promo he recorded and check out what movie was playing when it aired. Okay, is this it? This is Elliot Gould. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty bad. We might have to do a little pre-production on those. I can't, I can't believe that they made that promo and thought, hey, let's put this on during The Godfather and people will want right. to fucking watch the show. Yeah, Because uh, it's the worst yeah. promo I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, well, and now our listeners know it is, too. Play, play it, it again. Terrible. It's terrible. I can't, okay, everybody, listen. Do it. Try to listen. Hi, I'm Elliot Gould, and... All right, here we go. Listen listen closely, because it's way... I've, I've got it cranked up, but this is as good as it's getting. The Godfather will return following these messages. The Godfather <laughs> will return following these messages. Okay, and here comes the ad. Hello, I'm Elliot Gould, Saturday Night Live. This live video. <laughs> oh, my God. Hello, I'm Elliot Gould, the Saturday Night Live. This will be the sixth time I am I am a robot. Freakazoids report to the dance the floor. Of this, this ad can suck for all I care. <laughs> Fuck you. God, it's like the ghost of mediocrity oh and boredom crawled up his ass. I know. It's I hope, terrible. I, I hope I am still working in 2018. Oh, my God. I... Uh, Freakazoids, report to the dance floor. Oh, it's terrible. And do you have anything else to add to that, Mark? Hey, I mean, what's in the juke? What's in the juke? Yeah! Oh, my God. Hello, and welcome to What's in the Juke. <laughs> you done? All right. This kills me. Here's the so, part of the show where we play you 10 songs, little no, snippets, and our listeners so uh, in, the, gonna, in the chat try to figure out what the hell this is. I got to tell you something first. First of all, we got banned last week for our clip of, of, Jer- of Journey. Oh, man. Yeah. We should never play any Journey. Yeah. No, the Universal Music Group, they freaking hate people who play Journey. They're, <sighs> they're like, we don't want our listeners to have any sort of like motivation to go out and buy a record. 
We just want to shut you down because you're assholes and we hate you. We hate you. And we, we hate, hate you. We're going to set your controls to where you're, anytime yeah. you go live, it's unlisted and you'll wonder what's wrong for one oh hour. God, for fuck's sake. <laughs> YouTube is a fuck. You hear me? <laughs> Damn fuck. <laughs> Do you want to make some fuck bazaka? So, Would you like to make some fuck bazaka? Billy, <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know that song. <laughs> It's all right, Gene. Just <laughs> sing along. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I have a foreigner tattoo, by the way. By the way, Mark, I finally figured out that I. This is the saddest thing. Like I, every week, I, you know, Mark puts together this awesome lineup of songs, and every week I struggle to have to see if I can find all of them to stick them into what's in the joke. You know, ten. I missed one of them. I don't know where it is. So speaking uh, of foreigner, what country is he from? Uh, who? What? <laughs> Elliot Gould? Oh, Elliot Gould. Let's call him. Let's call Elliot Gould right now. No, no, we don't need to call that guy. Ah, okay, fine. Oh, oh by the way, there will not be a journey song during this week's "What's in the Juke." <laughs> That's right. We have given up on them. Yes. But uh, no, seriously, like I, I struggle every week, and I just want to say really quickly. Uh, Did you like this list? Uh, this is a good list, and uh, the thing that I I struggle with is we have a hard time uh, finding them yeah. in my library, and I, I I literally have you know fifty thousand tracks. So uh-huh. that's and the, none of these. Well, no, like I had ninety percent of the songs. Oh, so but well, good. Here, here's the thing: I have a subscription to like Amazon Unlimited, and I have since we started this freaking show. And I can just create the, the list in Amazon and play them. I don't know why I haven't been doing this since the beginning, but now I can play any song that we want to every week. And I just have to pull my head out of my ass and everything will work fine. Oh my God. I know. It's sad. Oh my God. It's can, the good news you've been hoping for. That's right. Yeah. All right. Here. Oh, someone just sent a message to our group. Okay, here we go. Um, first clip. And we're just going to play all right, a, a little clip. That's it. All right, Chad, get on this. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> this might be very topical from a movie that was recently released. <laughs> was that it? That's not the name of the movie, but I'm sure they... Another one bites the dust. Dolly is in the chat with Queen. She got both of those. Dang, Dolly. Dolly nailing right, it. Right Old out point. of point. I mean, seriously, that was like out of the gate. Oh, I should give her the bumper. Do uh, it. Well, let's see. Where did I put go? Full point. <laughs> <laughs> A little behind the curve. All right. Okay. Bam. Bam. All right. So the next one is. Might be a little harder because it's live, but. Well, maybe. Damn it. Uh oh. They just sort of gave it away there, didn't they? That's the first. Thing is Shit! The Super Dolly, Tramp Dolly the Dreamer. Holy crap! We have to send her another freaking. We have to send her another T-shirt. But... I don't know that one. Point. <laughs> All right, here comes the next clip. That's it. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> Nobody's good filler. Very no, good filler. Nobody said anything yet. It's like, okay. Hit, me with your best shot hit. Dolly 
is the only one responding. Hit me, Hit me with I, your best. Dolly's clobbering everybody. Am I right? Yes. I mean, this is. And who's saying it? Half point. She only gets half point right now. Come on, somebody. Wake up, boys. Jump into this. What did they have like? They... Oh, she got it. Full point. Full point. So did she? Did she make a pact with the other guys in the chat? She's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, I'm sure they all fell asleep because they, <laughs> they all fell asleep. Okay, here comes the next clip. Dolly's ahead with three full points. Am, am I right? You're correct. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh my god. Somebody should read that out loud. I am not reading it. So Dan, what we're doing is we're playing a little (laughs) tiny clip of a song, and we're and we're looking for the artist and the title of the song. And if you do really well, you'll win. You know, it's funny. We probably should explain that to new users. That's right. You get a pat on the back and a hearty hi ho. And at the end of the season, we give away a free T-shirt. That's right, but only for however you do on that very, very last show. Right. None of these shows actually mean anything. Well, but it's, hey, just, it's good. On. It's good practice, right? Practice, yeah. Practice makes perfect. And now, and now that you know how to play, you know. Oh my God, that's the let's funniest. Take thing. all Dolly Point. No, no, no. Let's let's keep this going. <laughs> right, here we go. Here comes the next clip. Next. Holy oh, shit! That's not enough. Right. There we go. It was fun picking these out. I yeah. actually got rid of a Christopher Cross song that was in the first. <laughs> I love Christopher Cross. Oh my god! Holy crap! Dolly, oh Dolly my is god. dominating. She's dominating. Dan, though, look at—he was close. He was up on the rear there. <laughs> he's ready to. He's ready to play. All right, we're, we're yeah. Maybe you need to refresh your stream, Dan, so that there's no delay. But uh, full point. I, I feel like you're gonna get this next one is probably gonna be. Uh, Pretty easy. Dolly has four points. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Next track. Oh, shoot. This is live? Damn it! Okay. Okay. (laughs) It gave gave away, like, immediately. (laughs) That is user error. Just play the whole thing. That's so terrible. I mean, is that man? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's funny. I actually have tickets to see him a week from this Sunday. Really? Yep. You have to tell us how it is. I'll I'll record a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I've never I've never seen him. Have you? No, I haven't. Well, I did see him in Beer Fest. Does that count? That counts. Wait, were you there, or did you just watch it stream or something? No, I watched the movie. No, that doesn't count, dude. That's not <laughs> the, the being movie in Beer the same Fest. room. With... What? That's a movie. It's like saying that I hang out with Mark Wahlberg, which, by the way, I do, but I don't. On the road again. Anyone? <laughs> I just played the album version, so. Perfect. Why hasn't anybody said it yet? Well, there you go. Wiley. Oh, my God. He is inking his comic book. And he's still. He's still. He got the artist. Now, what's the name of the song? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me give you a hint. He's only said the name of the song five times. Half point. This is unreal. Half point. Oh, God. Literally, nobody's. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, we got it. Full point. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Good job, Jake. (laughs) 
This has been the best episode of this ever. Okay, here we go. All right, uh, this one I can only find a live version. Uh, here we go. No one's gonna get that, are they? I love that. I is there even. Uh, an album version of it? Of course, there's a video. There's a whole, like the video is like a little mini movie and they made it in 1980. How come I can't find it? I can find it by like somebody else. No, I found it. I just copy and pasted what I have in uh, line 16 and put it into YouTube and bam, it was number one. Boom! The bam! The bams and the YouTubes and the bam! Oh, well, Dolly got the the artist. She did. She did get the artist. Still looking for the freaking album version of the song. Maybe play some. To, uh, play some more? Yeah. No, see, it on the album, it's live. Here we go. Yeah, there you go. This is this is the video, right? No, this is the album cut of the song. I love this. It says live, but it's not. Dude, he was so awesome. We're gonna get totally cut for that one. I played. Isn't that cool? Like, isn't that song just kind of rad? It is, and it's it's from uh, Glass House. I'm sorry. Doesn't matter. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I was about to say. I was just so excited. Dolly doesn't get it. point. Play some more. Really? I'm gonna get flagged. It's not Journey. Oh my god, Dolly gets half a point. Half point. Alright, we're gonna move on with the next one. That was sometimes a fantasy by Billy Joel. Only half point on that one. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm super sorry, but I'm not so sorry if you know what I'm been alone. Okay, here we go. If somebody doesn't get this, I'm just going to quit the show. And Mark, why don't you have one of these cards yet? Uh, I don't know what flag I'm supposed to put on it. (laughs) Dolly. Holy crap. How many does she have now? Like five? She's way ahead. She's like way ahead. 5.5 and Wiley's got one. That is the themes from Dukes of Hazzard by... Waylon Jennings. Waylon Jennings. I kind of like there's a lot of country in here. You got a little Willie Nelson. There, there was actually a lot of country in the top 40 uh, yeah. on the state. I have no it, idea why. Well, all through the 80s, that was the case. You had a why. Okay, but here for, we go. But for sure this week. Yeah. That's it. I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> but when I a, saw that, I was so happy. Yeah. Anybody? Because that, you should just get that like right out of the gate. Go on. Dan got both. He got the title first. Nice. And the artist. Wait a minute. Dolly. Yep, Pansig. What you t- Dolly got the title after... Uh... Oh, he, sh- she did? Wait a minute. Oh. No, no she, did, she didn't get... She got Vapors, so she technically got half so, a point. Yeah, so half a half point, point for Dan and half point for Dolly. Dan and Dolly, they get to split the... Full point. If you know what I mean. Okay, here we go. And the next one... I love this song. Was that That's enough? a good one? That was enough, wasn't it? 
I think that was I think that was perfect. We only got two more, or one, we have one more after this, and it's going to be oh Diana Ross. Dolly's got it with round and round. Hmm. Close, but not close. Close enough. So uh, right now, Dolly, you've got um, half point. And I'll play another little clip, shall I? Why not? Oh, jeez. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> half point. <laughs> uh, it's got to be. It's got. Oh, yeah. It's like playing a spelling bee with a mute. <laughs> okay, so we're going to get a half point that's for hilarious. that. hilarious. It's, it's just not going to. I mean, like, no one's going to catch up to Dolly at this point anyway. So that's uh, upside Unless down. Unless we make by, the next one worth 10 points. Yeah, that's right. The next one's worth 10 points. Upside down by Diana Ross. And here comes the last track. Oh, that's it. Classic. <laughs> that's that's great when you can just hear the percussion and go. Yeah. Oh, I know. That. I know, right? It's like. Oh. Devo and then Dan got a half point there. Half oh, point. Dan shot up to second place. Oh my God. Half point. Sweet. That's my boy Pantsig. Oh my God, that was that was. Uh... That was something else, I think. Oh no, Dolly! <laughs> she says that he whipped. She whipped him. <laughs> whipped him good. Hello and welcome to What's in the Juke. Yeah. So oh no! Th- thanks for playing well, that. <laughs> you know, Dolly, I got to give you. Ah, that's good. These. That's She's good. good one. She's good. Hell yeah! Great effort. What a keeper, Case. I, you know, and and he didn't play, but he let her play and, and let her. She played on her own, and she's like, "Dude, I got this." She's no. Just, Dan, that was worth ten points. So you got half of ten. You five. have five point five. He was close. He was damn close. Yes, Dan close. Dan, Dan close. Dan close. So I think does this does this bring it to the interview part of the show? What no, we... this is where we listen if we have a voicemail. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Let me just look. Uh, let me just say here. Okay. Thank you for calling six one two five four eight game. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. That's, That's what that was. That was a good minute call from him. Huh. Usually he's like right under, you know, 45 seconds. I know. That one sounded improvised. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. One does not simply improvise when you break the internet. Well, you know, you know, it reminds me of the episode of the IT crowd where they gave the internet to Jen. When you see that episode, it was hilarious. No. Oh my. It's Wait, it wasn't called the it crowd. <laughs> it, was the I, it was the IT uh, crowd. 
I'm serious. I thought it was the it crowd. <laughs> oh, you know? no. I've yeah. never seen it. But oh, it's very funny. I feel like a fool now. If you guys haven't seen the it crowd, you should watch it. It's very good. <laughs> oh. uh, all the shame to me. Oh. oh, do you hear that, Mark? All right. This I hear some we, drums. We get our... Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a part on the show where we interview the guest. And it's super awesome. Please welcome. Yeah. Please welcome to the show one more time, Steve from Grinkers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, shit. I didn't fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Hi, and- folks. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm from Grinkers. Oh, ever heard of me? Mark is fixing it right now. <laughs> there we go. Hey. Done. Please, please welcome to the show one more time that Octavius guy. <laughs> hey, folks. My name is Anthony Schwader. It's good to see all of you. So uh, normally what we'd start with, and, um, you know, we can't take any breaks on this show. I don't want to take like. I don't want to really take a break. Oh, my palate is getting dry. Can That's I, fine. Go make another dry. drink. I'm going to make a drink, but I, I want you to tell our guests uh, about your arcade origin story. So tell us a little bit. I don't, and Absolutely. We, you and I talked a little bit yesterday, but mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about, you know, what how you got into technology, how you got into the, started to get into all this stuff. I'd like to hear a little bit about the electronic boutique and your, um, We'll talk a little bit more about that. So, Mark, you know, make sure you keep this guy in track because he is. Okay. And I'll be back in two and two. I will try to prompt. Hey, Mark. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) It's going well. It's just you and I. All right. Now, what secrets are we going to talk about, Adam? Well, let's see. Yeah, there's a lot we can say. Yeah, he's had a couple of drinks, hasn't he? Dang. (laughs) I'm surprised he doesn't have to. He's probably got to go poo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he means by freshening the palate. I, I see. see. Yes, yeah. that's what he calls it. <laughs> so anyway, here let me tell you a little story about uh, young Anthony Schwader. All right. So yeah. Anyway, in my uh, in my teens, I used to go down to this mall, the Port Plaza Mall in Green Bay, and this housed all you know it was a very thriving mall. If you were going to a popular mall in Green Bay that was the place that you were going to go. It was the mall to be at. Anyway, this mall housed an arcade called the gold mine and an electronics boutique, which I bought my super Nintendo at and later worked at actually. I worked there for about six years. Yeah. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's how I got into the whole world of video games. And uh, through that job at electronics boutique, I worked, with a guy named Jason Mayhew who worked at the arcade downstairs. Now this arcade switched their name from Goldmine to Tilt Family Entertainment Center. Ah. Okay. And one day Jason came into Electronics Boutique where we both had a shift together and he said to me, hey, hey, Tony, they're looking for an ass man at the Tilt. What? An assistant manager. What? An assistant manager is what he Ah. meant. And uh, I'm like, really? Hmm. So I applied at the tilt, and apparently I was one of the only people that did, <laughs> and I nailed the job. Nice. But here, here's here's a little tidbit about this. During my interview, I didn't have any good pants to wear, any dress pants, and there was a huge hole in my jeans. 
So what I thought to do was, and I was wearing tidy whities at the time. And what I thought to do was take a black magic marker and color my tidy whities black. Black. So, so you wouldn't notice the giant hole in my pants. Oh my god! I thought this was like a hole that was in the lower leg level, but no, no, it was right up. Yeah. <laughs> This what? is like a Seinfeld So anyway, episode. I ended up, you know, getting the job, and I asked him later. His name was Neil. That was the manager. And I'm like, hey, uh, Neil? You know, I told him the story. Yeah, Neil was the manager at the time. And I told him the story, and he's like, yeah, I thought I smelled magic marker. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so he was kind of blown away by that. Anyways, so now I have the job at the Electronics Boutique and the Tilt. And um, Neil said to me that he's going to retire uh, you know, find another job. And he had been working there for like eight years. And he's like, it's time to move on. If I die while working at this job, I'll kill myself. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay. And he's like, so that means you're going to be the new manager. And at this time, I'm completely green to any arcades. Like, I barely know, I barely knew how to twist a screwdriver. Like, what, what year was it? Yeah. 1997. Oh. It's okay. towards the... 96 a, or 97. Towards the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah, he left and I became the manager. And that was an exercise in learning. Absolutely. On the phone with uh, Tilt's service center, those guys loved me because they, <laughs> I'm like uh, trying to fix these machines and they are walking me through the process like you would walk a baby, just a complete novice through something. And uh yeah, every time I would call them up all the time, like, uh, duh, what's a flyback transformer? And they'd laugh at me and I don't know. So that was, uh, that was a complete, that's how I learned. That's how I cut my teeth was being basically the GM of an arcade and uh, having to do all my own work. Hmm. And, uh, you know, from there, I went on to um, work at a small place called LeJ Distributing up in Abrams. And what, what they did was provide amusement machines to bars and, uh, you know, uh, sure, like any place that you meet, you know, any any uh, pool tables that you see, pinball games in a bar, those come usually come from distribution uh, places. And, and, and so I worked there for a while. And then finally, my last connection to arcades is working at Chuck E. Cheese. So, so going, going that's back, the complete compressed history. <laughs> going back to Tilt. Yeah. Can you give us sort of a rundown of the types of game? Oh, do, you rem- do you have a... A list, or do you remember the games that you had to service? Or oh yeah, I, um, I shot a list over to you actually. But um, before we do that, is there a way to display that list up on the screen? Or or no? Hold on. Guess what I have for you guys? So we can oh. play it now or play it later. But I have a little bit of trivia. Oh well, you don't want to. Okay, that sounds. Or do, should we do this now? Well, if I'm going to be talking about specific games, the trivia I have is actually games I've worked with throughout my arcade career. So I might give away some things if we're going to talk individually about games. Okay, Chatters. Put your game hats on. Yes. All right. Walk us through it. All right. So this type of trivia, if anybody's played, uh, you don't know Jack. Basically, Jack in the Box. (laughs) Jack in the Box, yeah. (laughs) I'm going to focus on one arcade game. I have five arcade games here. And I'm going to give away clues about this arcade game. Uh, one at a time Can until I guess? it becomes Can I painfully guess? obvious what the arcade game is. And the first person to guess it gets a point. 
Not a half point, <laughs> but a full point. Okay, so if everyone's ready, Chatters, you ready? All right. The first game I'm talking about. It is the initial arcade installment in the series. It has been followed by three arcade iterations. Its cabinet houses a camera that takes a photograph of the player's face. The photo can be customized and displayed above the player's character during competitive multiplayer. Wait a minute, run that one by me again? The photo can be customized and is displayed above the player's character during competitive multiplayer. So this game... Oh, not Ultima. What are you doing? This isn't... Mark is guessing bad guesses. <laughs> uh, most, most of the development was handled by Bandai Namco, okay. based on a very popular console game. Mm-hmm. Unlike the console <laughs> game, you are limited to only three random items chosen before game. Wait a minute. These, these items are held in boxes. Pac-Man. Nope, not Pac-Man. Dave Elope. Dave Elope's in the chat, dude. Dave, how you doing? What up, Dave? There Mario Kart. Levels. Mario Kart. Each Mario Dave. Kart is correct. Dan Pantsing. Nice. Point to Dan Pansy. Oh, I play. Should I play the? Here we go. Yeah, do it. Here we go. Dan coming through clutch. The rest of the clues were, uh, for the first time in series history, you can play as Pac-Man because Bandai Namco developed it. The game was developed on the Triforce arcade system board, which was a development between Namco, Sega, and Nintendo. Really? Uh, Nintendo had a limited role in development, mainly for quality control purposes. This is a driving game. It features vehicular combat, it features carts, it features Mario, and it features Mario on a cart. Those are the rest of the clues. What, year, right. what year was that one? Uh, I don't know. Second game. Here <laughs> we go. First clue. Developed and published by Konami. Upright Cabinet. The first game of the series. Contra. Was followed by three sequels. Other platforms that appeared on Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, Game Boy Advance, and iOS. Terrorists have captured the entire first family. Washington wants this problem handled quietly. Whoa. The player is chosen to assist law enforcement for extraction and neutralization. Night vision sometimes helps the player. Extra health and bonus points can be gained by finding and looking at attractive women. What? Three stages each (laughs) featuring a member of the first family to rescue. The, fo- the player feature- <laughs> the player faces a time limit. More time can be gained by destroying key enemies. The game's controller swivel. You look through the controller itself to gain advantage points. Or advantage, I'm sorry. You look through the controller itself to gain advantage. Points are scored based on where an opponent is hit, multiplied by the number of successful hits. Silent Scope Dan Pansing on fire. Very good. Wow. <laughs> Damn, dude. The rest of the clues were... Uh, the player's gun holds five bullets, and the scope is very quiet. Oh, it's... <laughs> the scope is quiet. Yeah. All right, third game. This is a ticket redemption game. Developed by Innovative Concepts and Entertainment, or ICE, as we call them. There are 26 total buttons on the interface. This is not a skill-based That's game. That's too many buttons. Yeah, it is. Both luck and reduction logic are your friends in this game. Not good. Uh, the... The male to female ratio is 0.5 to 13. That is a terrible. rush concert. That's awful. Of the 26 oh God, objects, you are given one for free at the start of the game. <laughs> These objects must be opened by a female. There are frequent interruptions during the game by someone trying to offer you wealth. Oh my God. The, the host of the game suffers from misophobia. Misophobia is the fear of germs. You might say that the voice of Bobby is afraid of germs. This is based off a popular game show. The 26 objects are briefcases. 
This is you one of the games that you have to dollars by picking the right case. The host is Howie Mandel. You might not want the deal the banker offers you. Oh. Dan Pansing. Dan is I on think fire. Dan I think Dan took a uh, stole a little mojo from Dolly. Mhm. He's like that's All an right. arcade game. I agree. All right. Here, I'm only going to do four. This is the last one. Good luck, everyone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pick between the last two you did, though. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pinball game. Oh. Developed and published by William. Pin designed by Barry Arsler, who also worked on Space Shuttle and Pinbot. I love Space Shuttle. That's good. Design also shared by Dwight Sullivan, who worked on Roadshow and Revenge of Mars. Really? I love Mm -hmm. Revenge of Mars. Yeah. Oh, the the pinball 2.0 screen? Mm Mm-hmm. That was great. Uh, it was released in the 90s. This game features video modes. The machine holds four balls. It has two flippers, three ramps. I only hold there are three balls. different multi-ball modes. The player is held captive. There is a magic bus that gives you rewards. <laughs> you can travel through time, like time runner Mark Shields. Ah. Uh, there is a toilet on the play field. It features an angry dog you must avoid. You collect pieces of trash to build things. You can shoot pieces of toast at the dog. There is a devil and angel as commentators. You can build a jalopy and a submerger. You travel to outer space to defeat Crazy Bob. I like the game Crazy features Bob. a wrecking ball crane in the middle of the play field. That's Bob Zarzadek. Crazy Bob owns a place where cars go to die. And the last clue, there sure is a lot of junk in this yard. Uh, it's a pinball machine named after a, a yard full of junk. Yeah, what could that be? Hmm. Well, oh. oh. Who do we got? Davelope. Davelope got it. By the way, Dave. Uh, that was clutch. I got to tell Dave that we, 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 you know, Dave, you, you get a, just, you know, here you go. Full point. Just, just a little lip service there. We don't, you know, Mark, we owe Dave a little bit of artwork. Do we? Yeah. Because at at the um, Greenfest, uh, I talked to Dave, and he's willing to do some work for us on some hockey jerseys. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We need some and arcade. he had an amazing hockey jersey he was wearing. You know, I think it would be fun is if we do the hockey jerseys and we wear them on the show. We could maybe have people. We could maybe do like a limited run. Why not? I'm in. I'm in. Ah! Yeah, hockey jerseys is an amazing idea. Yeah, and we and we would look so good in hockey jerseys if you know what I mean. You guys uh, would. You guys are already sexy. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Half <laughs> point. So I hope that you guys enjoyed the trivia part of the game. Uh, okay. Congratulations to Dan and also Dave. All right. So I'm going to go. Uh, I have a list of games and I'm going to go th- through some of them. You had a bunch of redemption games yet. Yeah, absolutely. Blah. Especially Blah. in Chuck E. Cheese. Blah. But Ski Ball, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ski Ball, Dueling Cavs, that's kind of cool. Hoop Shot Basketball, kind of cool. But you, you know, yeah. the thing that irritated me was you walk into a CEC and uh, you have like a dinosaur game and it has no, bi- it's like a video game, right? Has no business giving you a ticket, but it does. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, it, some you know there are always mercy tickets, what we call <laughs> mercy tickets, and uh, it's kind of like a thanks for playing. Yeah, you always exactly. Get one you get like one, and it's like it's yeah. like everybody wins. Yep, it, no. I mean, you know, you don't want to teach these kids that uh, 
No, you, you know, do. You want to you teach did it all them, for nothing. You want to teach them that they can lose. Well, I mean, important things. This is mirth. No, you know? no. Just teach them young. You know, teach them. You know, <laughs> lose. Damn, man. What the? You, listen. <laughs> you know, okay. You, you suck you at video something. games. You fucking don't get a ticket, you little bitch. <laughs> and I don't want to hear you complaining anymore. And I don't care if you don't get the little finger puppet. You fucking didn't win. So you don't give a ticket to somebody who just played a game. You have to fucking do something. Right. Okay. Yeah. I can, I'm going to back that up with a story. <laughs> All right. <laughs> at, at the tilt, at the tilt, we had a policy, or I had a policy. I was the GM. That if a kid comes up with, you know, five or six tickets, uh, you know, the lowest level redemption was 10 tickets. Just give him the damn prize, you know? Okay, so now... I mean, if he comes up with one ticket, no, get away, kid. Earn more. But I mean, if they're close, just give him the damn prize. I'm not saying be mean to the kids, but don't give them a ticket for doing, like, for, like, picking their nose, for fuck's sake. For sucking? No ticket for sucking. Exactly. I'm like... Uh, (laughs) What? No. Mark's like, please give us tickets. This is the worst ever. I don't know what we're talking about. You uh, <laughs> not have had that martini. You know, it's funny, Mark, is you you don't even have kids, and you're like, I feel bad for the kids because they don't uh, get tickets. poor kids. <laughs> All right. Par- no, participation trophies, sure. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, you should lose. No, but this partici- is birth, man. This oh is God. just like you're taking a break. Things that matter, okay. I agree with you. Listen, you didn't have my brother in your arcade because he would fucking take you. <laughs> He'd be like at the coin, the crane machine, winning every freaking you know stuffed animal out of that thing. Plus, getting like four thousand tickets, and he'd be like, "Give me your freaking PlayStation Three, dude." I mean, that's my brother. Like my classic my, bully. My little brother was like really good at redemption games, and I hate the fact that as Chuck E. Cheese devolved, and maybe you can agree with me on this, but they devolved yeah. into. Uh, from an arcade to a redemption uh, entity, you know? Absolutely true. And, like, if you take a look at, like, what games I remember from CEC, uh, like, the majority of them are redemption games. And uh, even the real video games, like, we didn't have a classic fighting game, um, really catered to the younger set and to the parents, you know, the helicopter parents. And, uh, yeah, it did devolve. Um, there's lots wrong with CEC Entertainment, honestly. Well, you know, I don't know if it's wrong, right? They adapted to their environment. They had to do what they got to do to get people coming to do. So let's let's that go, is true. Let's go into a few of the games, and, and I just want your opinion. I, you gave us a list of a lot of games, so let me run through some of the games. I'm just going to randomly pick them, and I want like okay. a, a, a three or four uh, adjective response to these. Okay. Oh, so, sure. first of all, Bob the Builder, Barney, and two other generic kitty rides. Oh, yeah. I had to change the belt on one of those. <laughs> it's, it's just a couple of motors down there. That's what moves it. And a belt sometimes snaps. Good, bad, ugly, fun, not fun. Well, I mean, it's a ride that you ride. It just goes, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth. I, kids, I, I suppose did, it's fun if you're like a toddler. Yeah, did the kids? Okay, so that's good. So the kids loved it, right? Here's a story. Here's I'm glad you, you touched upon that. Yeah. At the tilt, we had an elephant ride that did the same thing, you know, for the toddlers. Sure. Well, you know, since I worked, kids. I hired all my friends at the tilt and all my friends would come in for free video games. Yeah. We had this picture album of all of my friends one by one, their picture on the elephant. 
So when friends came to visit me, I'm like, all right, it's time for your picture on the elephant. And I put a quarter in there and they'd ride it and I'd take a picture of them. So I have all these pictures of like random, my friends riding this elephant. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just a funny, uh, funny story. One of our chatters says hipsters are what happen when you tell kids theirs. Ah, hipsters. (laughs) All right. Tell me about Raceway. Raceway, Good, bad, ugly. Oh, Raceway is a simple game. Uh, I, I suppose it's, mediocre actually it's just a, a strip of lights okay and you have to stop it at at the finish line so and, let's do uh, let's do some tickets if you do that let's do good bet oh man it was a redemption game too oh my god yeah so okay an operation tower of power mini hoops skee ball of course obviously nba hoops uh, obviously uh mm-hmm. okay let's uh dunk an alien what the hell is it's a skee ball uh variation where uh it had you know the same holes and everything but if you scored enough points, there was this alien in the back that was constantly trash talking you. That's uh, actually kind like, of funny, you know. That's actually, yeah, it's yeah. it's like a dunk tank. Oh my god! But and as soon as you dunk him, you know he goes down, and there's a big splash. And uh, the balls, instead of wooden and brown, were green. The whole motif oh, is green alien. So I'm going to run through these real quick because there's a ton of them. Deal or deal? No deal. Jackpot jungle cyclone wonder wheel big big base wheel. Buzz big bass wheel. Okay, big bass wheel. So is a fishing thing. Mini yeah. air hockey. Fleeman finger. Pigs might fly. Sketchbook photo booth. That's a little weird. And CEC the Chuck E. Cheese ID card machine. That was what the hell was that? That's a that's another redemption game. It wasn't really redemption, but you sat down, put in your credits, and it would take a picture of you, and then it would spit out a card like an ID card, and it mm-hmm. would say something like professional firefighter, and it was mm-hmm. based on gender. Uh, so if you're a huh? girl, it might say. You know, princess or something it would have your photo. So could and, you, uh, you know, choose the gender or that? Yeah, I mean, you can. You, I've picked female before. Okay, so Mario Kart arcade GP dual linked cabs. That was yep. a redemption yep. game. No, that's an arcade game. Oh, okay. It good. says right right above that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just started in those. Okay, good. And then mm-hmm. yeah, you know, let's go jungle guitar hero, which uh, I played that at. Um, I just played that Did- at uh, Dave and Buster's, and it was broken. And then, was, uh, and then I was like, dude, you can't hear this game. And I'm old. I'm 46 years old. You need to fucking <laughs> yeah, turn this up. up. I'm like, dude, if I'm going to play this game, you're going to make. And he's like, I'm sorry. Don't make it work. And then he went in there and did some stuff. And then I was like, okay. And he gave me a free credit. I felt like I was like 10 years old stealing a token at Aladdin's. There you go. Aladdin's Castle. Nice. Yeah. And that, that game specifically you know, the controllers are entire guitars. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have every kid fucking picking it up anyway. So those yeah. controllers break a lot. Yeah. Aliens ah. Extermination, Vortex 3D, Pump Up to Extreme, Roller Coaster, Tycoon, Kitty Coaster, Jet Rider, Thrill Rider, other duties. What, what's your other duties? Oh, yeah. So you had some sky tubes with no oh, ball pits. Let's talk about ball pits and Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, my God. Is it true what they say about ball pits? Uh, I don't. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, All of it's what, true. Wait, there's what, urine, what there's urine and shit in every ball uh, pit. They're like 50% urine? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know from experience. I've never dealt with a ball pit. Thank fucking God. Are you I serious? You know from the you were, stories that I was told. You work for Chuck E. Cheese and there was no ball pit? Week, what, what's that? You work for a Chuck E. Cheese and there was no ball pit. There was no ball pit. Thank God. Oh every God. week, I, actually, what I was told is they had to take every ball out and wash them like one by one and just <laughs> sterilize the whole fucking Gross. thing. 
right? Uh, I know. I'm sure worse than urine is better. Nobody washed a ball pit ball by ball. I'll tell you that right now. Some, you know, somebody made that up. <laughs> There's no. Well, maybe way. they were exaggerating. Okay, tell know. me about the pizza oven. Pizza oven. I didn't deal with it much, to be honest. Uh, but it it works link by link. It's just like any pizza oven you see, just larger. And it slowly inches the pizza through. And if there was something wrong with it, I had to fix it. Mm. Although, I will say, that was way above my capacity as a tech. Oh. Um, uh, my DM had to come in and fix that most of the time. Do you have a lot so, of burn, do you burn pizzas? Yeah. It's like that's like the critical piece. Like, oh, <laughs> we might as well close if this freaking thing isn't working. Right? right, right. So, I yeah, I should have been better at that, definitely. That was okay. on me. So... We understand pizza ovens, vacuums, cotton candy. What, what the hell is Studio C? Okay, now, Studio C. Um, you know, every Chuck E. Cheese that you visit has what? The art, the, the robot, uh, you know, the robot manif- manifestations yeah, of the characters, right, right. right? So instead of having all four up there doing janky moves, they changed, uh, <laughs> They went through quite a few iterations of this, and one of them was Studio C, where it was just Chucky himself, and he would, you know, announce the entire show, and um, uh, there was much more articulation with this one robot. So they condensed everyone. They said, you know, screw the other characters. We're going to focus just on Chuck E. Cheese, and it looked good. Um, He animated well. Um, The pneumatics were spot on and everything, and yeah, I don't know. The show that went along with that was custom made for Studio C as well. So, so um, let me. So he was like playing videos, and he was like the DJ. Sort of, yeah. He would also talk to other characters. Okay, so what would happen Ah. um, with the Studio C uh, shows that would happen? Uh, First of all, there were two different shows: uh, one in the morning, one at night. The one in the morning was very kid friendly, and the one at night, if you can call anything at Chuck E. Cheese racy, it was racier. (laughs) <laughs> you know, had more daring songs. They weren't like nursery rhymes. Anyways, so along with this, Chuck E. Cheese is full of TVs everywhere, everywhere yeah. you look. Yeah. And the show is consistently running. So they go through adventures with each show, and the other characters are on the other TVs, and Chucky is by himself. So you never see Chucky on the video screen. You see him in front of you moving his arms and his mouth. So that's the way that they interacted um, throughout the video. Dude, that's very clever. And so, uh, for some reason, when you mentioned the mature shows, I just thought uh, my mind immediately raced to what's the policy if you're a single man and you want to go into Chuck E. Cheese to enjoy pizza and play some games? What's the policy exactly? (laughs) Okay, so by the uh, at the time of my departure from Chuck E. Cheese, which I think was 2013 (laughs) or 14, last time I worked there, um, you could absolutely come in as a single man. Uh, it, it, not many people know that, but if you just wanted to enjoy some stuff, you can absolutely do that. It, but they're going to stand you. What they have it. it some stuff. Look at the kitties a little bit. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> so you know, we keep our eye out for for you know fucking people crazies. who are looking looking to like you know do something disgusting you know if anyone shady comes in we keep an eye on them definitely so because my wife and i like to go to chuck e cheese we're like do we need to bring a small child every time we come here (laughs) no you just go through kid check which is what they greet you with there's you know the the rope fence and uh, there's someone at the podium and what kid check is supposed to do is everybody gets a different number on their hands 
for the groups that they come in. So ah. mom and dad come in with little Johnny. They all get stamped with 83. That way, when little Johnny's running around, he can't leave by himself unless his guardians don't are there. They stamp they you almost with, match. Don't they stamp you with the number of kids you have, too? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> everyone with two families would have... I mean, two kids would have. But that's like, it's like some some people would come on like ten kids, right? Yeah, I guess that is one way. Yeah, I guess it's up to them to be all accounted for. But we have to check if they match when they want to leave. So right. that's how all that right. worked. That's so, what if, yeah. What if what if they rubbed it off? Like, would they gonna like hold them in there? Or? It's very yeah. hard to rub off. It's glow in the dark ink. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we we had a special flashlight oh, yeah. that would shine on the numbers. And we could, you know, even if it did rub off, you could still see the luminescence. And then oh. it, we would also ask the child itself, is this your mom and dad? <laughs> oh, my God. The yeah, child, oh, man. The, the Good child itself. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fucking dad. Yeah. Johnny. You, just, no. So, yeah. That, quick question that for you guys. Works. Are you seeing the stream anymore? Because it's, like, pretty slow on my I'm not know. looking at it. Uh, yeah, it is really slow. Yeah, something's, something's effed up. We just, well, there it goes. Let me uh, refresh here. Yeah. No, it's still the same picture. Yeah, it, it's like all of a sudden the YouTube channel just went. Huh. Well, good thing is we're going to have a great audio recording of this episode. So, uh, Absolutely. Have you guys, uh, if you heard about 10 years ago, uh, Aaron Fector, who runs, um, who did the original Invention of the rock fire explosion characters. Yeah, he uh, started programming new songs into the band. Have you ever seen any of these? I I heard about that about his new songs. Yeah, there's, there's uh, a, what's yeah. the news on that? Well, there's not there's not anything news. It's ten years old, but I I just I, if you get a chance, you need to go out and watch the like, the Usher uh, Love in the Club episode. If you've not seen it, it's rock fire explosion doing Usher's you know. Loving the club. I do it for the ladies. Whoa. I gotta keep it hood. Crazy. You gotta check it out. It's hilarious. Oh my god, I will. I absolutely will. And I'm I'm not playing so, anymore. Right. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I have a lot of memories to talk about if you guys wanna uh indulge me on yeah. some of this. Well for sure. You know, give us some give us a couple you know. What? Who is your weirdest customer? There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. I don't know. A weirdest customer. <laughs> I, nothing jumps out. I will tell you about the cutest customer. That okay. I ever yes. Dealt yes. With. Oh, this is sick I, and crazy. I like it. Yeah. So at the tilt, um, one, one day I was manning the redemption booth and a little girl comes up and she hands me. Six tickets, oh, right? Oh, cute, like not sexy, before, but like cute. I said, like okay, you can pick something from the 10 ticket, you know, baskets. And she noticed some Superman stickers that we had for 10 tickets. And I'm like, uh, she's like, I'd like the Superman stickers. And I'm like, okay, here you go. Thank you. And she's like, she looks at them for a moment. And then she looks up at me and she says, Superman is cool. Did you know that? <laughs> I just lost it. The cutest little thing asking me if I knew it, if Superman was cool or not. <laughs> yes. Yes. I knew that. That's hilarious. Just, I don't know why that, that particular instance just stuck with me because of the way she asked it. <laughs> like, like, did, did you know that Superman is cool? Thank you for telling me that. No, I didn't. Oh wow. He is cool. Isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. It was, uh, that was pretty cute. Oh, but, kids. Um, 
kids. I was just about to say, I don't have that. Uh, I, I used to work at Blockbuster. Ah. And oh. I remember there was the not attractive girl who found me attractive. That's oh, the yeah. that's the memory I have. She's like, you know, like trying to like hang around. And I'm like, I have customers. I have to like do stuff with, with their videotapes so they can walk outside without the alarm going off. And she's trying to talk to you about movies yeah, yeah. or games or and whatever. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I have to go. <laughs> I, I, I had to deal with a lot of that at Electronics Boutique, actually, ah. as a salesman. Yeah, we would have the regulars that would come in and just talk nerd talk. And sometimes I enjoyed it. But other times, oh, man, go home. Do something with your fucking life. Get yeah. out of the store. Yeah, I'm like, are, are, you're renting this tape to leave, right? So go. <laughs> Do you understand the process here? Uh. Yeah, yeah. That uh, you you will have that in retail. You will. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I met my you know my first girlfriend working at the Tilt, and uh, that that has a lot of fond memories for me. That's and, cool. Uh, I would. Um, so here are some of the things. Like because okay. I was brought into the Tilt and basically promoted to GM. Right I like away, how I like how you call it the, the Tilt. Full, the Tilt. It's the Tilt, not Tilt. The Tilt. Yeah, it's the tilt. Yeah, I've always I've always uh, referred to it as that. But since I was promoted to GM right away, I had a full run of things there. You know what was going on. My district manager would visit me once or twice every year. Holy. I mean, so I would have no supervision there. So the things that I would do were just completely unacceptable <laughs> under any other situation. Wow. I would come in, open the store, and then go to sleep in the back room. Just, <laughs> oh just sleep. Wait, you should not be telling anybody this. You could get fired. Uh, <laughs> so, and then people would pound on the door if they needed service. So then I'd wake up. Um, and I would smoke weed in the back room. This is back when uh -huh. I did drugs. When oh I did god, drugs. Oh my god. Uh, Anthony. Yeah. As, Anthony. So in the bathroom, we had this thing set up. Later on, we went up to the parking garage on the top level to smoke our weed. Um, All right. It's the first place I ever did ecstasy while vacuuming the floor what at the end the, of the shift. What and, the? What are oh you my talking god. about? Oh my god! Yeah, huh. it was crazy. I thought I was floating like a foot off the floor while I was vacuuming, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what's happening to me? Like, <laughs> this is amazing!" And I, I'm like, "I love vacuuming." <laughs> it's just, it would, and then yeah, um, I had a wonderful night after that, uh, but. Um, yeah, so being the GM there, I could also implement things that, uh, you know, I wanted to. And since sales were down, you know, this is during the decline of the arcade business, uh, very much so in the late 90s, um, I implemented a customer appreciation uh, like program. I knew who the regulars were, and I gave them a little ticket. And every Saturday after we closed, if you had that ticket and you were a regular, you got to come back into the arcade I put every single game on free play and I rewarded my, my, uh, my regular customers with free play for one hour. That's pretty cool. Wow. And, yeah. And corporate didn't know anything about it because corporate didn't give a shit about me. I was visited <laughs> two times a year. You know, I had daily contact with them, but that's it, you know, through the phone. Right. <laughs> right. So I tried my best to try and get sales to come into the arcade after, you know, I really started caring about the job. And, you know, sales were continuously going down. There's nothing I could do about it, even though I, I, I fought it tooth and nail. Oh, yeah. Um, I also set up illegal tournaments. I, I checked with my DM. Can I run tournaments here? He's like, absolutely not. 
Well, I did anyway. I had a Tekken <laughs> Tag tournament. I had a Street Fighter Three tournament, a Marvel versus Capcom 2 tournament. People would come from states around. And you got to remember, back then, the internet wasn't like it is now. Yeah. You know, So word of mouth traveled through like message boards and BBCs and stuff. Um, uh, or BBSs, I mean. Right. And uh, so we would get people from states around. I didn't know BBCs could talk to each other. BBSs, BBSs. Now I know. Yes, now you do. So I, you know, I did everything that I could to try and keep relevant. You know, um, every once in a while we'd get a new game in or something that would drive in traffic. But nice. You know, at the end the sales were below two thousand a week, which is, oof, pr- pretty bad for you know a place in a mall that has a high rent. And uh, oh, yeah. the anchor stores started pulling out of the mall. This is the decline of the mall as well. Which mall was um, that? That was the Port Plaza Mall in Green Bay. Yeah. It's yeah, not, that's a sad let story. Me just, let me just, listeners, Port Plaza Mall, do a Google search. You can see original pictures of the mall and sad pictures that somebody went in there just as it was being torn down and took pictures. It's one of the rare occasions where you actually can see, like, the demise of a mall. I think... It, it's both uh, intriguing and sad and depressing. Absolutely. Those pictures are beautiful, actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the anchor stores started pulling out. Um, it, it was before that it was sold to a management company, a different management company. And, you know, I don't they did all the wrong moves and the, the mall just crumbled. And I, I still remember the day that my district manager showed up at the store. No call. Nothing. And he said, your store is closing today. Yeah. Whoa. And I, I was sucks. floored. I was completely floored. I guess that's a message you don't tell by phone because then your employees could do theft right. or whatever. But or these, like, it, sadly. Yeah, I helped them, you know, pack all the games up and shed a tear. Uh, my job was gone. Hmm. It can happen you just were, like that. You were um, an easy opponent. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. My time at Tilt was amazing. Um, I have some of the best memories of that. It's one of one of the best jobs I'll ever have, honestly. Um, uh, I still have dreams about it, actually. But uh, yeah, it made a, a large impact on my life and and uh, kind of introduced me to the world of arcade games, as it were. A lot, a lot of um, a lot of technical knowledge came from. Fantastic. Yeah. So then, I like I said earlier, I went on to Lee J Distributing, and I'm not going to talk much about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we distributed uh, you know the games to the bars mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, everything like that, where people gather socially. And um, I was hired on as a serviceman. And this is a very small company, uh, maybe 10, 11 people employed. So I joined the service crew and I got to even more experience uh, as in how to fix a game, you know. Um, and uh, that, I, one of the more memorable things actually has nothing to do with video games from there. I hit a deer uh at around 40 miles an hour with my car and the car was totaled Uh Uh, yeah because it's in abrams wisconsin like 20 miles north of green bay yeah um that was a (laughs) and the deer it lied down on the ground after i hit it i couldn't believe it i could not believe it because i had stopped to a halt i'm like oh my god oh my god i just hit a fucking deer (laughs) and it laid down on the ground two seconds it hopped right back up and ran off I smacked that fucker. Oh, man. I could not believe my eyes. <laughs> oh, that's a good Bambi so, ending. That's a good ending to a Bambi story. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, I, it, went, it went and ran off and died somewhere else. 
it's terrible. <laughs> that's, that's what I mean, happened. Good. It's good. It's good actually. Yeah, and then and then Chuck E. Cheese. Um, yeah. So I was I was hired on as the tech manager of the Brookfield location. Um, I actually worked there two different times. Was there that was by a little the, bit of a gap. In was that in the mall? It's there. by Sears. No, no, it's a standalone location. The okay. busiest location in Wisconsin, I believe. Okay. Um, huge, huge square footage, over a hundred games. Wow. Um, um, I were I carpooled to work with my friend Magoo. He was the uh, uh, service man who took care of the bathrooms, garbages, all that. <laughs> um, but sooner or later. I figured out that the job is just too big. I can't do preventative maintenance on a hundred games each week. And what was happening at the time, the management was constantly cutting hours. They were ruthless with it. So I would get cut early while I still had, you know, five or six games to PM that day. And then I would get asked, why aren't these things being done? Finally, they hired another tech manager. Uh, So there were basically I was the number one tech guy. And then there was the tech manager above me. And he also knew a lot more about the technical stuff because he actually went to school for this stuff, whereas I did not. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, it's see. okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's wow. okay. You got this. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes here. See what else. Um, yeah. There were like three or four other high school kids that worked like as techs as well, but wow. they didn't know jack shit. It was basically me and the tech manager taking care of the entire place. Oh my God. And a lot of what I did was cosmetic at Chuck E. Cheese, keeping up the appearance of the machine. That was very important to corporate. (laughs) And uh, yeah. Like like what's an example? Like the control panel has a, like a dent in it or what? Yeah. At times, uh, well, a lot of it uh, like scuffs on the ski ball machines or, or the, you know, kids, man, kids, oh they're monsters. Yes, they, they are, they'll run up to that ski ball machine and they'll kick it. They'll throw balls in the other direction. Like, uh, oh. you know, the corner work that Adam was talking about. Yeah. Like with the Bondo and the, you know, that's the type of stuff that I mainly had to worry about. Hmm. Preventative maintenance. We had a game called Water Rat that you squirted water out of these guns. With, that was made by Bob's Space Racers, actually. Oh. And yeah, so relevant point there. There was water, a pool of water that, that had to get shop vacked out. And then scrub down with lime away because it would always get, uh, you know, residue on there. Oh. So, you know, these are the types of things that I had to do really uh, mundane hmm. most of the time. Yeah, Every once in a while, I'd get a cool soldering project or something. Hmm. But uh, we had the way that Chuck E. Cheese, that one in particular was run. There was one general manager and then four um, like assistant managers as well. So this I mean, this is a huge, huge place in uh, one of the biggest Chuck E. Cheese's. And so, but one of them I had a problem with because she micromanaged and uh, it became, she was the one who would always cut me during the day. And uh, I had a, she was dating the G or the, the district manager. So there was something going on there where she was just sucking Nepotism. up. And yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty bad. It got really bad. And uh, there was a lot of, a lot of hate <laughs> in that relationship. Thank God I could not fit into the Chuck E. Cheese suit because I was too fat. (laughs) (laughs) So the the buddy that I worked there with, Magoo, he was always struck with that duty. So what we would do at Chuck E. Cheese is we would surprise the kids randomly by having Magoo hop in the Chuck E. suit and we'd go out with a boombox 
and we would play a song and Chucky, you know, my friend Magoo in the suit would dance along with the kids and the kids would jump up and down during the song. And then finally, Chucky would throw tickets everywhere. So the kids went and picked them all up. But the funniest story about this is one time a couple of daycares came in. And so like just out of nowhere, all of a sudden the arcades hit with about 80 kids. And when Chucky came out, one of the kids saw him. He's like, Chucky Cheese! And the cavalry was on. Every kid in the entire place mobbed Chucky Cheese. And Mag- poor Magoo in the suit. And so you never so, wore this suit. Um, you never wore this suit. No, thank God. One of the kids, though, I was looking right at him. Right at the little fucker. And he punched Magoo. Straight, I knew it. Straight in the balls. Oh, no. And then turned around and screamed. <laughs> I knew it. I punched Chucky in the family jewels. <laughs> and it was... <laughs> that thing is horrid. It's yeah. horrid. I can't imagine oh, people man. are using it, but whatever. <laughs> That's one of the things. Little kids always like to punch you if you're in a costume for some Oh, my reason. God. Poor Magoo is just the, the, the abuse he put up with. And, and, you know, as Chuck E. Cheese, you know, you can't change his expression. So what I saw was a Chuck E. Cheese bending down, grabbing his crotch area while still smiling. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh. Well, you know, I, I got to thank you for being on the show tonight, despite all the delays. Been, you guys are great, man. It's been fun. I love you guys. I think uh, you know we'd be glad to have you back on when we don't have any delays. Yeah, we'll start like a, like a two hours early. <laughs> no, we rebounded from this. Yes, I think it was great. Yes, yeah. I think it was fantastic. Uh, we, you know, this is you know Arcade Radio. We have you know been bugging our users for a couple hours now, and thankfully we've had a good guest on who's been patient and helpful. In fact, I think you were the one that found the problem. We were unlisted. Yeah. I did find the problem. That was pretty messed up. <laughs> All messed up, baby. I, like, I wouldn't have noticed that. Like, you're just looking like, I'm like, he's never going to find this. this I've been working on this for like an hour. Nobody's going to figure it out. And then Tony's like, I got this, buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Leave it oh, to me. Oh, my God. So, um, fixer. Anthony Schwader. Ladies and gentlemen, and he is the host of the Game and Movie Podcast, which you should tune into. Where can you find that thing, buddy? You can find it at GameAndMoviePodcast.com. And uh, you were oh. simulcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. and where Absolutely. iTunes. Uh, we are based off of SoundCloud, which I'm going to change because they don't support Spotify. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, basically type it in. Yeah. You're going to... The network that you use is going to have it. So. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, give so, us a listen. Yeah, absolutely. And do you have uh, you have so your website is uh, gamemoviepodcast.com or mm-hmm. that's exactly it. Sweet. And uh, you know this is Arcade Radio, the double R's. Thanks for listening at arcaderadio.com and also it's uh, facebook.com slash arcade radio and youtube.com slash arcade radio and arcade radio slash YouTube and all that sort of thing. You can subscribe to us wherever you want to do. We just renewed our um, annual subscription for SoundCloud, but I might be switching platforms pretty soon. You never know. Mark, thanks. I'm uh, working on our last podcast with uh, with uh, Raw Thrills owner Eugene Jarvis. Eugene Jarvis, yes, it's in the hopper. Excellent. 
So we should be seeing a few more episodes, uh, you know, and I cleaned up a few things today on YouTube. Shauna's episode should be now not banned by the world. All right. So that's good. We know what we're trying to keep doing. I like that. All right. Anthony, stay with us for a little bit, and uh, we're going to shut this thing down with some techno music. What do you guys think? Uh, I love it. There we go. Let's dance. The song's only 20 minutes long. It's only 40 seconds left.